Welcome to Educator Forever, where we empower teachers to innovate education. Join us each week to hear stories of teachers expanding their impact beyond the classroom and explore ways to reimagine teaching and learning. After serving as a public school teacher for over two decades, Veronica Reed stepped out on faith to create Reach Scholars Tutoring LLC, an online tutoring business. Her vision was to not only improve the educational acumen of her students, but to also help fellow teachers utilize their skills to increase their wealth. In addition to her entrepreneurship success, she is also the author of the highly successful book, How to Fire Your 9 to 5. She has traveled to speak at conferences, hosted online summer camps, and continues to empower individuals looking to move beyond the classroom. Welcome, Veronica. So glad to have you here with us. Thank you so much, Lily. I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, let's start with a big question, which is to tell us about your journey as an educator. Definitely, definitely. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, when you think about answering questions for yourself, it's like, you know what to say. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, what are all these things that I want to share? Because there's just so much. But just to kind of share a little bit about a journey about myself, I started off as a reading teacher and a reading specialist, and I worked in Prince William County Schools as a reading teacher, and that's located in Virginia. So I worked there for about five years. Then I went to Fairfax County Public Schools, and from there, I had a variety of different jobs and opportunities where I worked as a first grade teacher in the classroom. I worked as an ESOL teacher. I also worked as a fourth grade teacher. So I've had a variety of different jobs. I even had an opportunity to work as a specialist with reading. So I have been working in the U.S. public school systems for the past 19 years. So I really put in a lot of time and a lot of work into it. And I've just done a variety of uh, things in education. And I've made an opportunity to work with just a variety of students whether they were gifted or ESOL, special ed. It's just been a great opportunity to be able to work and serve and help students in in such a variety of different ways. Yes, I love that. And I want to hear a little bit more about what made you leave the classroom and kind of what you're doing now. Definitely, definitely. So what made me leave the classroom was I had gotten to a point after about 19 years where I really experienced teacher burnout. And I was in a school that was just not, it had low morale. The principal that we had at the time, she was not very supportive of um, her teachers. And it just became a toxic environment in this particular school that I was in. And this was before the pandemic happened. And at the particular school that we were in, we had a very high turnover rate every year. Teachers would just leave and um, we would get a new crop of teachers and it just it just became very stressful. I started feeling some feelings where I would have, uh, as teachers call, the Sunday night blues, where I was just not really wanting to go into work the next day. And there were points uh, during that time where I just felt like, oh, my gosh, you know, I, it, this is just I just felt like crying at times because it was such a stressful situation that I was in. And it made me realize, OK, do I want to continue in my education? you know, career this way? 
And I realized, no, this isn't really good for me because at a point I was, you know, putting, giving so much to that particular work situation that it was affecting um, my health and things like that in terms of me just not getting enough sleep, doing things that I need to do to take care of myself. So it was, it was just time for me to move out of that situation. Yes, I absolutely relate to that. And I think so many teachers can. And I think for many of us, it does get to a point where it's like, I don't know, like we have these, these feelings for a while, like, I'm not sure if this is sustainable, like, I don't know if I can do this forever. And then often it is like when it starts affecting our health, which unfortunately happens to so many of us, right? Like, Mm -hmm. then it's like, sirens, (laughs) like, we got to move on, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's so hard, though. I mean, I think it's so hard, especially for teachers who are always, you know, helping other people and putting other people before them and all the things to really put your needs first. It's something that teachers aren't used to. And so I think when we have things that aren't working for us, we feel guilty and like we feel like we're doing something wrong and like all these things that I don't think are true. Yes, all those feelings were feelings that I felt because I felt like, oh my gosh, you know, I need to be here for the students and and this needs to happen and, and I need to be there for that. But you do it, it gets to that point where you're just like, okay, I can't I can't give all of myself. I'm not gonna have anything for my family. And, you know, so I had to make that decision. Yes. And it's like not a good model for kids too, right? (laughs) We're so burnt out and exhausted and all the things. Like, I really do think it's a good model to show kids to tune into what you need, you know, and to create different pathways for ourselves outside of the classroom. And I challenge everybody too, who might be in a similar boat, I think sometimes we can get very into just what we know, right? Of being like, hey, this is my only way to help students. This is my only way to be an educator. But what if it wasn't, right? Like, and I know for you going into the next chapter, like you're still working with, you've still worked with students, you're working with teachers, you're still working in education. So I'm curious about how you find yourself, you know, making an impact in education now. Definitely. So what I do now is I started my own tutoring company and it was an online um, tutoring business. And I left, I left the classroom. I want to say the end of June, 2019, after working in the classroom for 19 years. And I had always wanted to start my own tutoring business, but I just wasn't ready to leave the classroom just yet. So when I did take that final leap, I was like, okay, you know, now it gets real. Now I really have to push it. And so I really kind of put things into practice. And I really, I started the business back like in the end of 2018, but I didn't really do anything until I left actually the classroom. So from that point on, I was like, okay, you know, now I can really start working with uh, helping others, but helping them in a different way, helping them with their reading skills, improving their reading, because reading is so important for children, especially in the primary grades. And I said, I know that a lot of children need a lot of help. And so this would be another way for me to still teach, but not be confined into the four walls of the classroom. Yes, I love that. And I love how you drew upon your experience too, as a reading specialist and really kind of leaned into that as being an area you you. can focus on. And then were all of your classes online? Yes, yes. So currently right now, all of my classes are online. So I work with small groups or I work with students one-to-one and I have a variety of students throughout the country. <laughs> but I've met I've worked with a lot of different students out of the country as well, but yes, primarily they're online. 
Awesome. And how did you start finding students? I know often people who are just beginning their journey outside of the classroom maybe want to do a similar thing. It can be hard to think about how do I fill my classes? Yes, definitely, definitely. And I know that that is such a tricky thing when people are kind of looking into this whole thing of online tutoring. So for me, when I really started, once I kind of got out of the classroom, I started the ESOL route (laughs) where I was working with a variety of students from different countries doing online ESL. And when the pandemic hit back in 2020, it was really booming. It had skyrocketed. And I was working like crazy hours working in the morning, (laughs) sometimes working at night because there's like such a 12 hour difference between where I live and where the children in China live. So we had a variety of things just going on. And so that was a little tricky. So when I started off with working through the companies, they kind of selected the students for me. So I didn't really have a a choice in that, but that was okay because, you know, they just kept coming and kept coming. (laughs) And then there was a time, I want to say probably in August of 2021, where things kind of shifted and a lot of teachers who were doing online ESL had to pivot because China had passed a law where they were no longer allowing online ESOL happening with English teachers. And they had like different rules for that and reasons. So, you know, a lot of those ESOL companies closed down. So what that meant for teachers like myself was we had to pivot and think of, okay, well, what other ways can we reach out to get other students to still support, you know, and make the difference? For me, I looked into different opportunities, like I saw different platforms that could really help me. I looked into Wyzant. I is like a platform where you can kind of advertise your services there. And then a major one that was really skyrocketing was um, and still is OutSchool, where I did a lot of my group classes on OutSchool on that platform. And so that became like almost like a full-time job for me because that was such a main portion of the income that was replacing the ESOL income. And I was able to really support lots of students in that way by working with students one-to-one groups. But also, I wanted to still work with some students um, through my own platform as well. So I was able to still get some students through Wyzant. Also, I had joined this other platform called Gestoria, where I was able to use my own landing page to be able to communicate with parents on social media to be able to get them to sign up for my one-to-one classes. So, you know, I I did a kind of a a variety of different things. I even would go to different events and I would create flyers. And this works really well during the summertime because there's always like different outside events with children and parents. So I would pass out flyers and I've gotten students that way as well. And then also one of the things that I did was just let my former coworkers know hey, I am a tutoring business. And if you are looking for somebody that's really going to support your children, especially during the summer or even throughout the school year, you know, let them know and, you know, let them know about my business. And they were really great about that. I was able to get some students that way. In fact, a good close friend of mine who's a principal in Fairfax County School, she had given me, passed on a student to me and I've been working with him. And so, you know, I just tried a variety of different ways to reach out to be able to fill my classes. Yes, I love that. And I love hearing about how you tried all the different things. Like I think sometimes when we think about online teaching or online tutoring, like there are so many different options from working with students overseas to working with existing companies to doing out school to starting your own. And it seems like you tried it all. I did. I really did. (laughs) (laughs) 
And do you have any guidance for folks who are like, I don't know which one to start with? Like, do you suggest that people start with an existing company or something like OutSchool or go directly to finding their own clients and working directly with them? Right. And I would say for people who would want to start their own online tutoring business, you want to think about, you know, just a couple of things. Think about what is your passion when you're thinking about teaching? What is something that really you love to teach when you're working with students in general? Then think about, you know, basically, what do you want to charge? And, you know, basically, what platform do you want to use to be able to accept payment? That's always important, too. Then the next thing is, you know, do you want to work independently or do you want to work through a platform such as OutSchool? And there are pros and cons to that. So like, for example, if you're working on OutSchool, the pro to that is that they can advertise your classes to a wider variety of parents throughout different places in the world. But the con to that is also that, you know, whatever your rate is, they take 30% of that. So that's something you want to keep in mind too, when you're thinking about going on a platform such as OutSchool. Or if you want to work independently, you can do that as well. The pro is that you can set your own rates and then, you know, the money that you make is what you keep with the exception of perhaps maybe the credit card company that you use. Like there's always a processing fee. So they'll take a little bit out of your money, right? So, but you can set your own prices so you can kind of sort of work that out. But then the con to that is that you may not necessarily be able to reach as many people and you have to do your own advertising, you know, so there's like some tricks to that. So there are some pros and cons to that. So those are some things that I would say, you know, keep that in mind when you're thinking about basically wanting to teach online and, you know, follow those steps. And it doesn't happen overnight. It does take some time. But, you know, as you keep at it and as you keep doing these things, you are going to build your clients. Yes, I love that. And I love, too, that you don't have to choose just one, right? Like you could work Mm -hmm. on a platform or have a couple of classes on OutSchool and also a few tutoring clients that you work with on your own and kind of feel it out through taking action and trying different things. Definitely. Most definitely. Great. Awesome. Well, I know part of your business now also is supporting teachers who want to work in online tutoring. Can you tell us about that? Most definitely. So what I have is basically a four-step method to helping teachers to be able to, you know, if you want to be able to create a successful business, you can do that through my four-step method where it's teaching you step-by-step what you need to do to be able to start your business and be successful at it. But it also is going to save you time because as teachers, you know, there's always something you got to do, but the time is so important that you want to save that most importantly. So that is definitely something that I will be, you know, that I encourage for people who, you know, want to learn more about how I can work with you and help you. I have a great freebie that's an online tools checklist. And through that link, you can sign up for you know, just learning about the tools that'll get you started so that you can learn what you need in order to get started right away. Because that's the thing, you know, when you're in this, when you want to go into this kind of business, you think, okay, well, you know, what do I do? Where do I go? And it takes a while. But if you have somebody like myself to kind of help you to guide you through that, you don't have to spend so much time trying to figure out, well, what do I need? So if you sign up for those tools, my freebie, you can be able to learn more about my upcoming course to help you with this. 
And also, I also provide weekly or monthly newsletters just to kind of talk to those who might need some more advice, some coaching, because sometimes a lot of times we may feel like, can I really do this as a teacher? You know, we may have what's called imposter syndrome, where you feel like even though I have all of these skills and I've acquired and I've learned so much and I've been able to help the students in my own classroom, can I really do that outside of the classroom? And the answer is yes. But, you know, sometimes you need somebody to help you to guide you with that. And so if you sign up for that, I can definitely help you with that and give you information about my upcoming course as well. Yay. Yes, absolutely. We'll put the links for sure in the show notes too, so everybody can grab those if they're interested. And I completely agree that people should learn from folks who have gone before them, you Mm -hmm. know, figure things out and that you don't have to figure everything out on your own. It really can be something where you can learn from the right people. You know, people who have done things that you want to do and really learn from them. So I love how you're making your learning available to other teachers who might be able to benefit from that. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I know you've also written a book. Can you talk to us about the book and just kind of the process of why you wrote it and how it went writing it? Most definitely. So I had always wanted to be a writer. You know, I've always wanted to write a book and I used to would write different scripts and plays uh, at my church. (laughs) And so I've always had like a variety of different ideas that I wanted to share through just writing and uh, and media in some way. So around 2021, or I would say the end of 2020, a friend of mine who we used to work closely together, she was working on writing a children's book. And so she talked to me, she was like, you know what? I know you've always talked about writing and I have a book coach that I would love to connect you with to kind of get you started because you just talk about writing all the time and I want you to just go out there. I'm doing it too. So I said, why not? You know? (laughs) And so (laughs) that's how I was able to get started with the journey of writing my book. And so for me, once I got started, it, you know, was a great opportunity for me to think about, okay, well, you know what, what can I help people with? And so that's where I came with the concept of writing my story. And the book is called How to Fire Your 9 to 5, 10 Steps to Break Free and Work on Your Own Terms. And in the story, I basically kind of share my story of, you know, my educational journey, what I did to get out of the classroom, you know, um, and, you know, what challenges you may face if you're ready to do this and how to get started on your own passion and get started with your own entrepreneurial endeavors. And so this book is also, it's great for teachers to read. You know, you can purchase it on my website, but it's also great for other people as well who may be in a different industry. A person who had bought my book last year, he's actually a government contractor, but he had gone through a layoff And so he purchased my book and he started his own business as a government contractor. And so he told me he's since gotten a new job, but this time he's able to work the the business through his own business as well. So Mm -hmm. he was able to still use what he learned from the book to create his own business and be able to, you know, work in the field of a government contracting agency as well. So, so that let me know that even if you're not in education, the book can still help you. But I just wanted to let people know that if you're in a situation such as mine where you may feel you're in a toxic work environment and you're ready to move forward with your goals and pursuing them, that you can. And this book can help you to do that. Yes, I love that. And I think just the idea that it's possible, right? That I think that I talk to so many teachers where it's like, 
it's so ingrained in us, right? Or if you've been thinking about that, you'll be a teacher till you retire, which is what I thought, you know, when I started teaching that I would be teaching till I retired. And so yes. it's just so hard sometimes to see another reality. And people are always, you know, coming to me and be like, but what about my pension? Or like, what about my <laughs> retirement? Or all these things, right, which are real and good benefits, but also things you can recreate. Like you could go start a business and make way more and save for retirement way more. You know, like there are other ways to achieve your goals or whatever you're looking for. So I think that it's all about not getting stuck on one way of seeing things. And I love that your book, you know, helps people see the possibilities out there. Yes, yes, most definitely. And I totally agree with you about that. Thank you so much. (laughs) Absolutely. So thinking about your journey of going from a classroom teacher to starting a business. Can you reflect on some of the things that you've learned? Oh, yes, definitely. So some of the things that I have learned is that, you know, when you're going through this process, you know, everybody kind of has that feeling of, can I really do it? You know, even though I've learned all of these skills, you know, can I really start my own business? And so I learned that you can really do it. You know, you just have to, you know, if you need somebody to guide you with that, you know, get the guidance that you need, but you can definitely start your own business. And then things that I learned about myself was that, you know, everybody, we all went through such a difficult time during the pandemic, during the shutdown in 2020. And that was such a hard time. But in spite of that, you know, I felt like, okay, you know, I was still able to thrive in my business and be able to help others and to serve others, you know, and I feel like, you know, whatever you're creating, are you able to serve other people? You know, I feel like that's what's most important because the money will come. But what you're doing is creating opportunities to serve others and to help others. And, you know, I realize that I can still do that, even though I was doing that in the classroom, I can still do that outside of the classroom as well. So I learned that. I also learned during this journey that I am an author. I can write a book. (laughs) And, you know, that was another milestone in life that I was able to achieve and I was just so thankful, thankful to God, basically, for that opportunity to be able to put that out there. And it's another way to serve people as well, to help them. Because, you know, once you write a book, it's forever. People can always purchase it, but it also has some meaning and significance in helping. So, you know, just those are some things that I learned and I'm always learning. That's one thing as an educator, I'm always growing. You know, what's the best way to do ABC? You know, there's like my mother would always say, there's like more than one way to skin a cat. (laughs) And there really is, you know, as an entrepreneur, there's more than one way to solve a problem. You know, if one door is closed, you know, find another way to open it in a different way. So if you are ready to step out of your comfort zone and to try something new, you can do it. Yes, absolutely. I love all of those. I mean, I think as teachers, we're experts in learning, right? So yes, always yes. things to learn. We're never going to know everything about anything, right? So I oh, think yes. getting into that growth mindset and getting that motivation that we can figure things out and it might not be easy, but we can do it. And yes. I love too how you said that businesses is about relationships. You know, forming a business really is. It's about helping people. It's about building relationships. It's about solving problems. And I think that as teachers, we're so good at all those things. Like we do all those things all the time. Exactly. We It's true. We do all those things and we don't even realize it. And then so when you really think about it, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, I really. Okay. I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's great. 
And for anybody thinking about, you know, maybe that they're in your same spot as you were, you know, several years ago, being a burnout classroom teacher and just feeling like, I'm not sure if I want to take that leap. Do you have any advice for them? I would say, you know, think about, you know, what are some things that you enjoy about teaching? What's your passion? You know, kind of go from there. You know, you want to make sure that you let other people know that you started a business once you've kind of figured out, you know, what your niche is, you know, you've figured out how you want to receive your payment, what you're charging. After you've done those things, you want to figure out what platform do you want to be able to use, whether you want to go independently or if you want to do a platform like OutSchool. And then after you've done those things, you know, get the word out about what you're doing. And you can do all of these things while you're in the classroom because you can sort of start these things as you are transitioning, you know, and um, there's different platforms. And I talk about this in my course as well. There's other different platforms than just OutSchool where you can go on and you can get on and you can just start using those while you're in the classroom so that as you're gradually making your transition and your exit, you know, you're already starting things, which is sometimes another way is another option as well, you know. And if you feel like, you know what, I just want to do a side hustle that makes extra money, you can still follow these steps as well, because they're going to get you to the same goal where you're wanting to make extra money and becoming a business owner. Yes, absolutely. That's kind of how I started with curriculum design when I was a classroom teacher doing some projects on the side. And that was great because it was like validation that there are projects out there. I could make some extra money. I wasn't necessarily thinking, at least consciously, about leaving the classroom at that point. But even though it was something extra, it actually made me feel kind of revitalized as a teacher. Yeah. Unexpected, but it was just using my skills in a different way, figuring out this other world. And then when it came time to make that transition, you know, having some contacts already lined up to be able to make that jump. So I love that advice. I also love how you said, you have to tell people that you've started a business. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> You're in the beginning stages of like, oh, I'm maybe doing this thing. You know, maybe if you want to connect with me about tutoring or whatever it is, you know, it can feel really scary to do that. And yes. I think just like being visible, being imperfect in your visibility, but like tell people that you're doing this thing or even that you're thinking about doing that thing. Yes, yes, I think. And, and, it, and it really makes a difference. I know for myself, I was able to get some clients just by letting them know. And, you know, even if you are sometimes even if you're posting things on social media, the people who are following you, they may not still know, you know, they may be on at different times when you're on. So letting them know, it's kind of like, oh, I didn't know you were doing that. Okay, thank you for telling me, you know, it's so so you just never know what people know until you tell them. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And it's a skill of just getting comfortable with that too. getting comfortable putting yourself out there, connecting with people in this new way, selling things like all of that. It's normal to feel kind of nervous about it when you start it, but it's totally a learnable skill. Yes, definitely. I agree with that. Well, thank you so much for sharing all about your journey with us. And I'll definitely put the links to where folks can connect with you. But can you tell people if they want to connect where they can find you? Most definitely. Most definitely. I am actually on Instagram, Reach Scholars Tutoring LLC. So you can connect with me there. I also have my link for the free tools checklist where you can sign up to learn more about you know how to get started becoming an online tutor. And then that way you can get even more information about my upcoming course, the Online Tutor Institute. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you again. It's been such a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. You too, Lily. Thank you. Ready to find rewarding, impactful work in the education world? Take our free quiz to discover your next right career step. Will you be a curriculum developer, an education consultant, instructional coach? The list of possibilities goes on and on. Take the quiz to find out the best fit for you at educatorforever.com slash quiz. You'll also receive customized resources to kickstart your dream career and life.